Hello and welcome to CNN Crappy News Network. Our podcast will focus on the importance (laughs) of taking a break from the stressful and daily society through totally true news stories that we take 100% seriously, and you should too. We have in the studio Giovanna next to me, who is really mad at me, and Arno, who's just not working, along with Andrew, who's watching Indian Panini music. Today, we'll be talking about the Democratic debate in June involving Cory Booker and Beto O'Rourke deciding that the best move to advance their political gains in the debate would be to speak Spanish. What was going through Beto's head when he thought that, oh, the best way to get the vote is to randomly start speaking in fluent Spanish? I mean, it makes sense. I mean, like, half the population is Spanish, you know, might as well just speak crappy Spanish. That's false. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. He sounded pretty fluent to me. I what think was... Cory Booker is the best Spanish speaker I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, about that. Um, that was... What was the guy who came after him? Who's the food? Yeah, so, Beto started speaking... He started his response in English. About halfway... immigration. Yeah, about immigration. Halfway through, he switched to fluent Spanish and spoke for a good minute straight, just fluent Spanish. I wouldn't necessarily call it fluent. And what was was the the next guy who who spoke Spanish to compete against him? Was it uh, Cory Booker? He saw that that, uh, Beto was speaking Spanish. He's like, oh, I want to get on him. I want to get in on that. So he started speaking Spanish, but it wasn't really that good. Are you sure? I think he is the superior Spanish speaker. I think there was no point. There there was no point. You speak Spanish. (laughs) Crappy Spanish, too. No accent. And if you're going to, I understand why I guess they would speak in Spanish if it was about immigration from Hispanic-speaking countries. I get that. But at least make it good Spanish and not that. This was a democratic debate. (laughs) There shouldn't be Spanish in it. If if anything, it should be English to Spanish. Not Spanish to English. I'll just like, just listen to Cory Booker just speak Spanish. Just listen. La situación ahora es inaceptable. Este presidente ha atacado, ha demonizado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable. Voy a cambiar este. On day one. Inaceptable. <laughs> Atacado. <laughs> he sounds so mad. It's not even convincing. It's just very aggressive Spanish. Mad. I don't know. He he was speaking. No. Uh, he was 100% <laughs> he, he, he speaking. He was he was speaking. No, you no. speak Spanish. Did you understand that? No. <laughs> I I understand it, but um, it's just no. Just plain old no. Like how you, it's a table. So it's what? Like spikes. What do you think the point of them speaking in Spanish during a democratic debate on CNN was? What was the point of it? You gotta win the minority to get the majority. So appealing. <laughs> Insightful. <laughs> appealing to 13% of the population is so much more important than appealing to the other 87%. And of course, speaking in like crappy Spanish also works. Uh, clearly it does because the Republicans have decided to bash him for eternity and the Democrats, I think, are in awe. Here's Beto O'Rourke with his version of Spanish that I wouldn't consider... As good, but we'll listen anyway. This economy has got to work for everyone. 
And right now we know that it isn't. And it's going to take all of us coming together to make sure that it does. Necesitamos incluir cada persona en el éxito de esta economía. Pero si queremos hacer eso, necesitamos incluir cada persona en nuestra democracia. Uh, cada, votar, ca cada votante necesitamos la representación y cada voz necesitamos escuchar. Right now we have a why he just decided to switch to Spanish right in the center of his um, monologue, if you will. I mean, he starts out well, but when he starts speaking in Spanish, it's not even taken seriously. Regardless of whether you agree with his politics or not, you can agree that, like, at first he did start out speaking well, and then the Spanish just kind of caused him to fall apart and become like, almost like a class apart. joke. Become a meme! <laughs> at this point. <sighs> I would have really loved to uh, understand what he was saying. Even though it's a democratic debate and it's all over the place, I still think that there should be points uh, in uh, everyone's argument. And he, he didn't have a point. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he did have a point. You just couldn't understand it. Well, maybe that's why he's not getting the votes he needs, is that the people who want to vote for him can't understand him. Yeah, you're not wrong, because 87% of Americans don't speak Spanish, so when you give your answer in mostly Spanish, that's uh, it's not going to end up well. I like your belt. Why, thank you. Anyway, and I think that um, the fact that he did speak Spanish, he was trying to, like, <coughs> make it seem like he was smart. Cut. <laughs> okay, so he was trying to make himself seem smart, and I understand that, but I don't think random Spanish is the best way to go. But, um... Okay, we have just... Tom has just found... The, the best picture here. Okay, so let me just describe to you. There is a beanie, um, and then on the bottom it says Beanie 2020. Get it? It's a it's a spinoff of Bernie Sanders. All right. Anyway, even though Beto O'Rourke is one of the least successful candidates so far in the Democratic, I wouldn't call it the primaries, like their whole reign, if you will. Yeah. He's one of the candidates that's like least likely to move forward. I think some of the candidates that are most likely to keep moving forward are Warren, Booker, Biden, Harris. I think Booker could go pretty far with the Spanish. I think his Spanish is the I best Spanish. That's PJ, by the way, right here on the studio, a special guest for our first episode. Yeah, we have a, a special guest. His name is PJ. What's up, y'all? Please uh, give us your intake on uh, the Democratic debate so far. On the Democratic debate, um, multiple people have tried to appeal to the Hispanic minority by uh, speaking in Spanish, and while this tactic may not have been specifically effective to gaining that minority's vote, they certainly have promoted themselves as pro-Hispanic and pro-immigration, which is a huge selling point for Democratic policies. So even while not many of the people actually understand Spanish, they do not actually get to, um, they don't understand it, but it does promote uh, his image and it promotes his values, which actually did um, give him a huge surge of popularity after he did that, because really any press about this is good press. 
because the more people that know about him, the better. <laughs> Couldn't it be taken as racist? Or as seen as like he was making fun of Spanish people? Honestly, um, at, at that point, it could have been seen as a Spanish, like as a Spanish insult. Like how he just talked like that, like just rather off not talk Spanish and speak English. Well, for Pedro O'Rourke, uh, no, but um, certainly for the other candidate, it could be seen that way. So that's true. Okay, gonna... see y'all. Adios, amigos. Thank you for uh, stopping by, PJ. No problemo. Ah, I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I would have ah, loved ah. to understand Puns. him, but I, I just don't understand. <laughs> you see, Tom, see? that's why... Uh... Spanish. Get it, oh, guys? Oh, wait, but Tom's not in Spanish, and he hasn't taken Spanish for three years, so... I guess that explains why he, uh... He, he doesn't understand it. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if we can say that on the air, Tom. <clears throat> it's in Spanish. 87% of the population <laughs> don't understand. Don't understand, oh. so. Good, okay. good, good job. Who wants to talk about- 13% is only 40 million. I'm in the clear. Who wants to talk about uh, another thing from that debate being Tulsi Gabbard and Kamala Harris going at it when oh. Tulsi Gabbard just kind of ripped at Elizabeth at Kamala Harris, and the whole country flipped it. I mean, I don't follow politics, so... Gio, would you do the honors? Okay, so basically, uh, Kamala Harris was talking about all of her credibility within fixing the system, if you will, and clearly, Tulsi Gabbard was not having it. Here's a clip that we'll show you. I want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president, but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. Thank you, Congresswoman. Uh, Senator Harris, your response. Okay, so if you were watching that, you could see Kamala Harris, her face just fell. She is miserable at that annihilation, if you will, that the country would, little did she know, take and run with. The Democrats decided to ignore it, and the Republicans took it and ran with it because Kamala Harris, their front runner, has just been annihilated by someone who's almost near the bottom, who she seems to run more central to right within the Democratic party so republicans don't dislike her politics as much so they were happy to see that happen from her sorry i'm on instagram <clears throat> i would agree with you giovanna and now i will go back to what i was doing yeah that was um that was some very good points that gabbard made at harris because if harris did want to go far then probably wasn't a good idea to um have all that stuff hiding in her back and for a uh, Gabbard to dig it up on her in public that was harsh but it was what was needed in order for the uh, spread a light on the truth 
All right. So I think that's going to wrap up for our podcast. We got the joy. All right. I need to find it. Adios. We'll see you later. Wait, I need to find it. (laughs) Well, in the the next episode, I will be telling you what he found. (laughs) Bye-bye.